0: Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of German Suplex with me, Dieter Vigner. So today I thought it'd be a good place to start with a little bit about myself and a little bit of what got me interesting in the first place. And actually, what I'm going to cover off today is the first match that I ever watched. And it's Hulk Hogan versus the big boss man in the big blue steel cage, Madison Square Garden, in 1989. Hello, welcome to the show. Welcome to the first ever episode. It's great to have you here. I'm so excited. This is the first episode that I'm doing. This is the first time I've hit record. So hopefully you enjoy what you're going to get today. And as I said in the intro, we're going to dive in to what got me interested in the first place and what's my first ever memory of wrestling, which is actually Hulk Hogan versus The Big Boss Man in the big blue steel cage. But before we get into that, I'll kind of set the scene for you in in how I got into wrestling. And I think it's probably a story that a lot of you have similar similar experiences with, in that it was actually a friend that got me into wrestling. And that's usually the case for most of us. Someone, maybe a friend or a family member, tends to introduce us into the wonderful world of wrestling. And for me, it was one of my mum's friend's children. He was a little bit older. He was a few years older than I was. And he was really into wrestling. I didn't know this when I went around to the house, but he said, do you want to watch this thing called wrestling? Didn't really know what it was, but he seemed super excited to show me it. Started talking to me about men called Hulk Hogan, Big Boss Man, Randy Savage, Jake the Snake Roberts. And I had no idea what he was on about, but he was older than me, so therefore he was cooler than me at the time. I can't really remember how old I was, but... I'd want to say around about eight years old, probably my introduction into this. And I remember he asked his dad if we could sit down and if we could watch the wrestling that was going to be on Sky. Now, I didn't have Sky at the time. And he did. So for you American listeners, he had cable. I didn't. And I was really excited to see what he was going to show me. His dad looked a little bit concerned because I was a little bit younger than he was. He was probably around sort of 13 at the time. But... After a little bit of convincing, his dad let us watch the show. Now, obviously, it wasn't a live show. Uh, It was first broadcast in 1989, so it was definitely a repeat because I wasn't born. Uh, It was the year I was born, so you can figure out my age, but it was in March, 18th of March, this was broadcast, I believe, 1989, so I wasn't alive till December that year. So it was definitely a repeat of it. I didn't really understand this or understand repeats or how TV shows worked and how things were broadcast. So I was going into this like it was some sort of live event and I was fascinated. I'm sure there were other matches on the card, but I couldn't tell you what they were. I'm sure if I looked it up, I could find out for you. But off the top of my head, my memory is very vividly of this match. I remember there being a promo of the big boss man kicking off, essentially, saying how he'd made a living from being inside a big cage and that he was going to show Hulk Hogan, who was boss, and he was going to beat him down. And I thought, Jesus, this man, he's, he's got some aggression in him. So I was excited to see what happened. Obviously, I'd watched things like the Power Rangers and was always into kind of combat stuff like that. So I was like, what's, what's going to happen here? then it it kind of cuts to the the entrance of Hulk Hogan. It's it's Hulk Hogan in Madison Square Garden, 1989. So you can imagine that the pop when he comes out is, is something to behold. It's a Hulk Hogan pop in the 80s. What more can we ask for apart from a Steve Austin pop, of course? But seeing that for the first time, I think I was just hooked just from the crowd interaction, how much they buzzed off Hulk Hogan. I was sold, sold immediately on it. And then we get into the match, and it's for those of you younger fans who haven't seen the big blue cage, you'll notice that all the fans, I guess, remember it fondly just because of the aesthetics of it. Vince McMahon got rid of it, I think, because he'd been in the, a black version of it uh, in the Valentine's Day massacre against Steve Austin and realised how much it hurt being thrown into the thing. So immediately changed that. But when we look back at it, the aesthetics of that cage is just wonderful. So there's lots of memories from those earlier cage matches that we hold dear. And just the aesthetics of that big blue cage with these two behemoths inside going to war just suckered me in from day one. I think from that day, I just knew I was going to be a wrestling fan. All these years later, I'm still a wrestling fan. And just watching those two, like I say, go at it was absolutely fantastic. And there's a spot that's really vivid in my brain. And I don't know if this is because I've re-watched it many times since then, but it's always the spot that sticks in my head. So Hogan, Bossman, they're going at it. Bossman gets over the cage, gets over the side. And he goes over the top, he goes over and he's, he's climbing down the other side. And I just remember thinking, I can't believe the bad, the bad guys, you know, the heel here know what heel was then but the heel's gonna he's gonna win he's gonna go over I don't I don't believe it there's no there's no way back for Hulk Hogan and as an eight year old boy you're like I can't believe the good guy's gonna lose here but then obviously anyone that's in a match knows I think it's quite a famous spot now. Hogan gets up and he reaches through the cage. Wouldn't be able to do that on the traditional cages now because the the wire meshing but he reaches through the cage and he grabs him by the lapels of his shirt and he picks him up. And he, he, he pulls him back over the top of the cage. And when you were a kid and you see that, you go from fear that the, the heel's going to win to just pure elation that the good guy is still in this. And he pulls him back in. And the fight continues. And it's, it was absolutely fantastic to watch them. It's fantastic to watch now. And there's another spot as well that if you go back and watch this, I think you'll be surprised at it's it's a suplex from the top of the cage. Now, when you think of wrestling in the late 80s, those kind of high spots were very rare. So this was a, a big moment. And when you watch it now, it's it's not the smoothest of suplexes off the top. So fair play to Boston for taking that bump. It, it looked kind of horrific in all honesty. But again, watching that as a kid just absolutely wowed me. And it was amazing to see, and that will always stick in my brain. Always stick in my brain. And for those of you interested, the finish of the match is, is quite funny, really. The boss man ends up getting handcuffed to the ropes. He's trying to get through the door, but can't can't quite reach the floor. And Hogan goes over the top. It's quite a silly finish, but what's quite a serious match. But it, it does the job well. It It sells the point across that they're trying to make. And obviously, the fans in attendance go wild, but... For me, just sitting and watching that match, I don't think I'll, I'll ever forget it. I remember the layout of the room wasn't my house we were watching it in. I remember being sat with this lad, with my mum's friend's son and his dad, and just sitting there watching this in, a, I'm assuming wintertime probably, and just sitting inside and watching it and just being fascinated by this match and just asking him so many questions. And I think he got kind of fed up with me. We did spend many years communicating around wrestling. We went to go watch shows. We went to go see a WCW show when it came through. So he was the one that got me into wrestling. And from there, I've just continued to watch the sport. Like many people, I kind of would say I got to that point where I felt like I grew out of it and fell out of love with it. Was around for the Attitude Era, then kind of fell out of love with it a little bit. Got more into MMA and more combat sports, And then like most things that you enjoy as a kid and a lot of people do now, you come back around to it. And I've come back around to it and I realise there's a few things that I just gravitate towards when it comes to professional wrestling. One, the athleticism of these guys is incredible. I mean, it always kind of was in comparison with other sports. But it it still is, and some of them are the best athletes out there, and I don't think that can go unnoticed. But also the storytelling. Yes, WWE storytelling can be good, can be bad. We've all got our opinions on it. AEW's now here, and some of the the storytelling there's fantastic. But just the stories, even the long-term stories, the short-term stories are great. And just the emotion that can be drawn out of a live crowd that then transcends through TV screens it's second to none when it comes to wrestling. There's not a live show that's like it. Like I love live shows. I love theatres. I love comedy. I love bands. But there's nothing quite like professional wrestling and being in the crowd for a show. And I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast, you already know that. You don't need me to tell you. It's why you're here. And what I'd like to do with this podcast is hopefully kind of talk a little bit more about wrestling, about my passion for wrestling, what's going on in the world of wrestling, what's, what's been happening, what's been happening on the shows, what's been happening on the pay-per-views. And we'll get into other little things like this where I talk about my interactions with the world of wrestling, my memories of wrestling. And hopefully I'd like to get you guys involved as well and, and answer some of your guys' questions around wrestling, listen to your thoughts and opinions on wrestling, and hear your memories of wrestling as well, because it's a show that will grow together between me and you guys so this is the first episode i hope you kind of enjoyed it and you've got a little bit of an insight into what dragged me into the world of wrestling in the first place all those years ago so there we have it first ever episode is in the books i hope you enjoyed it and got a little bit of an insight into what brought me into the wonderful world of wrestling hopefully you'll join us again next time on german suplex with me Dieter veganer